That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And it's just after the Christmas holiday, so I'm not even going to ask about your weekly review. Thank you for the lovely gift. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> um, and uh, how about yourself? I'm also doing well. And uh, speaking of lovely gifts or unlovely gifts, um, we th- thought we'd talk a little bit today, um, a few days after Christmas, um, about receiving gifts as opposed to prepping to get gifts um, mm-hmm. for the holidays. Um, and how, well, at least I find that sometimes receiving gifts is a whole bunch of new tasks on my task list. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the gift (laughs) that goes on giving in OmniFocus for the rest of the year. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think um, it's it's an interesting question, of course, this time of year, um, because gift giving is the tradition and it's a way for people to acknowledge the people that they like or love or care about. And so it's a really lovely tradition. And sometimes you end up with gifts that you really aren't sure what to do with. So we thought we would talk about that. Yes. Well, it can be anything from, you know, you receive a, a, an article of clothing that isn't the right size. That's kind of the yes. classic example. So now, uh, if you don't have your act together, if you're like me, I have probably a number of shirts somewhere in my closet that weren't the right size. I'm usually back in New Jersey, so I'm not getting things done as like for the holidays. <laughs> By the time I get home, it, like then you're back, and suddenly like six months have passed. And you haven't returned this shirt yet. You don't even know if you can return it now. Um, (laughs) So you have to stay on top of these things. Otherwise, you know, you end up with a closet full of unused clothes that you never wore that aren't the right size. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is, um, that's definitely an issue. I have to say at this point, for me, um, I have only like a couple of people who give me clothes who are, you know, either my sisters or my best friend, and they know what to buy. It's really great, like to have, I mean, I consider that a gift in itself, that they not only buy the right size, they buy something they know that I would wear. Mm -hmm. And um, so even if it's the right size, and you're not going to wear it, um, you got to do something with that. That That's is also the case. An open loop in your closet, and my, you know, general strategy with something like that is to to donate it. Um, I'm not going to. I mean, unless the person has given me all the paperwork for actually returning it, and even mm-hmm. then, I hate extra errands. 
<laughs> right. I hate going to the store, but if, you know, if it's not going to be super easy to return for whatever reason, I feel good about giving it on to somebody who will like it. Yes. I donating uh, is something I have done. Um, I always just, I always feel badly receiving a gift that I don't really want because mm -hmm. the person put time and effort and, and cost in giving it to you. And you kind of wonder, are they going to expect to see me, especially if it's an article of clothing in this at some point, like, yeah. Oh, that's the shirt that I, um, as opposed to just, you know, donating yeah. it, which is fine. Um, but it, yeah, so I don't know. There's like this this little guilt of <laughs> yeah. There's um, a whole psychological, you know, uh, trail when it comes to gift giving. There's no doubt about that. Um, and I think when I was younger, I would just keep the thing in my closet um, forever. But now I feel like life is too short to have stuff sitting there in the closet not being used and. Uh, a true gift giver um, will not be giving you something that uh, they will give you a guilt trip about later. And, and the, you know, um, the fact is like, if you're, if you're not going to wear it, um, it should just go on to the next person. Agreed. Um, or get exchanged for something that you like. Yeah, um, if you can do that. And and often, I mean, like, gift receipts tend to be good for that. Um, mm -hmm. I did uh, on my, for my 50th, uh, a couple folks gave me gifts, and I actually did end up exchanging them for something else. Um, but, uh, yeah, and sometimes, oh, well, the most, the most to-do list gift I ever got was my dad. So, oh, we're... I'm giving you all, we're taking a trip to Scotland, England, and Ireland, and you're going to plan it, James. <laughs> like, thanks. Oh, my God. Yeah. No pressure there. Oh, my Lord. Wow. How'd that go? Um, well, in I kind of uh, freaked out about it for a long time, and uh, and then in the end found a travel agent. Um who specialized in the British Isles and they did a fantastic job of planning the trip. And so oh, we had a wonderful time. Um, it was kind of like, well, cause you know, that's a lot of responsibility to, yeah, uh, that's a lot of research. Like just hearing that, like any, any one destination for me uh, is a full day's research. Well, and um, then it's, this was a trip for five. Yeah. Oh. With, <laughs> Five people, uh, including my dad, who is turning 89 while on the trip, different people with different interests. And try so, um, wow. and also, you know, it's not like it's an inexpensive trip. So, no. <laughs> even if you have a crappy trip to Europe, it's probably going to cost you a chunk of change. <laughs> so, if you're going to spend that much, you might as well have a good trip to Europe. Um, so anyway, uh, it turned out well, but um, yeah. that's kind of on the on the the way far end of uh, of getting a gift that ends up 
being a, <laughs> like a giant project in and of itself. I guess like if you give somebody like puzzles, like jigsaw puzzles yeah. or crafts or what have you. Yeah. Um, in a sense, uh, you're giving them some work to do. Um, yeah. But or usually it, you only give it if they enjoy that sort of thing in the right. first place. Right. Um, you know, or give them uh you know, gift certificate to a class, then you have to take it. Um, <laughs> That's true. And uh, I, yeah, I, um, so, you know, like on the total opposite end of that, my father has been uh, just giving us checks for money, um, which is, you know, very low. Um, yes. You know, <laughs> You just have to spend it, and he doesn't really care what you spend it on. He doesn't follow up with you. But because it's a gift and because um, I know, like, if I just deposit this check in my checking account, I'll just, you know, end up being lost amid the money going for groceries and utility bills and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I want to honor the intention of my father. So last year, I held on to the check until I got my... Um, my Dyson air wrap, which was exactly the amount of money that my father sent me. <laughs> and, um, and I thought he will hate this gift because he'll be like, what you, how can you buy a blow dryer? That's so expensive. <laughs> but, uh, actually, you know, when he was visiting me and I showed it to him and I said, like, here's why it's so cool. Like, and thank you for giving me the money that allowed me to buy this. It was good. So, uh, yeah, he, he did the same thing. So we had our, a family Christmas, t you know, get together here in Portland, which he wasn't here for, but he always sends his cards and checks so that they can be opened and potentially lost. But that's another, uh, you know, another topic, but it's nerve wracking when you hand out envelopes to a bunch of kids, um, during a party and, um, <clears throat> same thing, another check and I, I was like, okay, I've got to put this aside and think about what is the big um, ticket item that I could say, Dad, I bought this with the money you gave me. Mm -hmm. But, but that's that's not so much about you know returning gifts. You know, it's it's easy. But I I do think it's you know everybody should do what's what works for them. But I think it's kind of nice to just either hold on to the check or put the money aside somehow so that you get to buy yourself a true gift. Yes. Um, and maybe for you, that gift is, you know, paying your gas bill. And that's totally cool, too. And that's a great gift. Um, but, you know, as opposed to just dropping the money into the general fund. The ge uh, right. At least you, you can think of, yeah, a particular thing as this, this paid for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course, another option, um, is sometimes you can give a gift where you actually make a donation mm -hmm. in somebody's name as the gift. And that's another guilt-free one to receive. Um, <laughs> although I, I got, I did that for somebody and then that organization was started yes. sending me um paper like they were mailing me stuff i know and so i asked them to stop cuz i i will get your emails and they're like 
free and low impact on the environment, but please stop sending me the paper stuff because you're spending you're spending postage and you're also you know it's using paper yeah. that and I get the message just fine the other way um and they did, which was good, yeah. Now, I have to say that's one of my problems with uh with those nonprofits um in general is that I have done a couple times I've done fundraisers um on behalf of a cause and said like, "Hey friends, you know, would you help me raise $2000 for this thing or whatever?" And they all, you know, people step up and they do it and then they get the paper mail Mm -hmm. plus other, you know, stuff and maybe even phone calls from that charity. And I I just hate to do it because I I mean, and I have told these charities, like I can't in good conscience um, enlist people to donate money to you. If you're going to then put them on your direct marketing list, because that's not what they want. They, they did it because of me, not because of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I mean, there must be some, you know, stats that they have in their direct marketing department that say, well, if we do this, this tiny percentage of people will keep giving us money. And so that's an awesome thing. But, you know, it's not awesome if people like me say, okay, I can't, I can't promote you. I'll give you money, but I can't like get other people involved. So anyway, that's a tangent and a rant. Um, for the nonprofits out there. And then I'm trying to think if there's any other, well, yeah, I've never received a, a pet cause that's a terrible <laughs> thing to give as a gift, but that would be a, that would yes. be um, worst gift ever or a subpoena. Yeah. Those are bad <laughs> to get to. You've been summoned. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have gotten some gifts um, this comes from an older person in my family group who just can't stop shopping, apparently, and likes to buy physical stuff and give it to you. And it's like kitchen stuff that I don't need. I, I, I literally have no space for anything new in my kitchen. And that is like, okay, that is going to Goodwill and, and they won't expect to see it again. And I, the important thing is I say, thank you so much for this awesome gift. That was really thoughtful. And, you know, that's, you know, to appreciate the person separate from the gift, I think, you know, is the way to not feel too guilty about what happens with the gift eventually, because the gift was never the point. It's the relationship. It is the relationship and the, um, yeah, and the thought. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, any uh, any uh, other thoughts on receiving? I love to get gifts. I mean, <laughs> that's like that's never really got, gotten old, despite you know me getting old. Like, definitely, it brings back childhood memories to like have a box wrapped in wrapping paper or whatever, and to find out what it is and and sometimes it's right on the nose and sometimes it's not, but it's still. A present. That's true. And it's important to practice your happy surprise face. 
are the times when you open a box and are like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is great. <laughs> I yeah. always wanted whatever this is. <laughs> no, I don't have a poker face at all. You you know immediately when I open it. Like, I'll try, but if you're watching closely, it'll flash on my face first before. <laughs> I'm not that good an actor. Uh, well, well, I hope that uh, overall you have um, fewer to-dos than gifts that you are excited to use. Oh, I'm sure that I will. And uh, I hope the same for you. And um, I think we'll wrap up this episode. Um if any of our listeners have any, uh, well, amusing gift-receiving anecdotes, we would love to hear those, or tips and tricks of um, how you you might deal with the, the unexpected or unwanted gift during the holiday season. Oh, we didn't mention the ever-popular re-gifting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's another one that you can always do um, yes. to baffle the next recipient. <laughs> um, but yes, if you have anything, uh, please uh, let us know. You can uh, find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Of course, as I Christmas present to us, it would be great if you'd rate or review this podcast. Um, it helps us find new listeners, helps new listeners find us, and we always love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done and still enjoy a bit of organizational fun.